One more time. Recorded with the most ill of intentions from Fort Worth, Texas, it's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence number six, Sunday, February 15th, 2015, in the year of Bobnet. Why are you shaking your head at me? And greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again with that no-budget podcast style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all the above. Take your pick. Take three, might I s- No, take two. That's right. We had some issues at first, but we got them all kinked out now. So before we go any further... Uh, I just drew a blank. Damn it. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Shelly, my love. I'm Shelly. His love. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> a gracious day after the green cards in remembrance of six mafia related killings occasion in 1929 to everybody because that's really what valentine's day means to me yeah and we uh, especially me i know especially you yeah especially me oh, okay okay yeah i know and, and also another thing i know is is that a lot of people think it's a made-up holiday from greeting card companies and such but I want you to consider this with your Valentine's Day things. It may be a made-up holiday. Do you think about this? Sorry, say that again. I had to switch the channels here. I said it may be something that the greeting cards and candy factories have made up as a holiday so they can make money. Okay? That may very well be. Mm. However, I want you to consider this one thing. If you treat your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever it is, every day like they're something special, and you treat them well every single day while you're together, then Valentine's Day is not any different from any other day. I agree. But if you get stuck in the humdrum life of going to work, coming home, making dinner, doing dishes, going to sleep doing the laundry, if you get stuck in that rut of doing that and not looking at your significant other and appreciating the things that they do and showing some sort of appreciation in some way, form, or fashion, then Valentine's Day is a very good day to show them how you care about them. Does the shocker count? No, the shocker does not count. Damn. And another thing that you have to consider too, do there are certain people with the way that they show their affections And there are certain people with the way they receive affections. So if you are the kind of person that feels like every day when you do the laundry and the dishes and sweep the floor and vacuum the floor, that you're giving your partner something, you feel like you're giving them something, okay? But your partner is not that kind of a receiver. Like they prefer gifts or candy or notes or songs then Valentine's Day is a good day to give them the candy, the notes, the songs. Because that person also vacuums and sweeps and washes the walls down where the fingerprints are. And, you know, cleans up your dirty clothes off the floor and throws them <laughs> in the laundry room. All right. We're getting a little too close to home here, babe. I'm just saying. Okay. so I'm just saying. All right. So mental notes for next year. Candies, songs, and 
I can't even remember what you said. I, we're not going to go into ourselves because this has already been discussed with you. Oh, and it has. You, has it? it flies right the heck out of your ears, goes in one ear and right the out the other. I was just trying to listen for the things that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. I didn't say anything you haven't done, did I? No. I didn't say you didn't do anything. I've played music for you before, even if it is my cheesy ass YouTube songs. <laughs> did you write a YouTube song for me? Not for you. Okay. But. See, what? But anyway. I played you music before. You've played me music you created for, oh, I don't know, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> or a made-up prostitute on in yeah. downtown Fort Worth. Yeah, it, that's not about me. I'm Mm-mm. not a made-up prostitute, nope. and I am not. That is not how we met. I am not David Hasselhoff or Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just glad that we se- we got our Valentine's Day official celebration out of the way last week. Yes, we did. Because if we actually did wait till this week to do it, it wouldn't have happened. Honestly, I think we should do it like that every time. I have no problems with that. And the reason I say that is, is because everybody's doing Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. They're all right. going out to eat. They're all staying at the hotels. They're all doing those things. And honestly, I think our Valentine's Day dinner was wonderful because we went th- the week before. Me too. There's like nobody there at the restaurant. We had really great service and it was very special. Mm-hmm. Well, considering considering this week what considering what happened this week, I am glad that we got to celebrate last week because I've been feeling like shit since yesterday afternoon and I had a what are you doing? Oh. Sorry. I, I heard a lot of every time you mess with the mic it makes noise on Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. You're giving me that, that Will look. you just go on? Okay, fine. I realize that you're not a audio professional. I have sometimes have to school you in things that I assume you already know. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I've I was I've been feeling like shit since yesterday afternoon fighting sinus issues and headaches and pressure and all that other shit. And Friday night I actually had a gig with my band the confounded at Andy's in Denton. And that was already a debacle in itself because I was supposed to be there at 8 to load my stuff on the stage, and I didn't get there until 8.45 because of how bad fucking traffic was. And not only that, by the time that I got there, I was so irritated, not only because of traffic and having to put down the top-tier PT Cruiser, PT Cruiser convertible to get my stuff in and out because my car is still in the shop. And whenever I got my amp up on stage, it had this really bad buzzing to it that's just annoyed the hell out of me. I was able to manipulate... The sound guy was able to run my my actual sound from my bass guitar directly into the main speaker system there at the club. And I was able to get some volume on stage, but it's just... No musician likes to experience any kind of equipment failures whenever they're playing live. It's just a given. So, And on top of that, the show is kind of rough anyway, so... But other than that, um, other than that, um, another reason why we wouldn't have been able to celebrate Valentine's Day is because you just you've been gone all weekend and didn't and you didn't walk in the door until almost noon noon today because you'd been with your grandmother since Friday afternoon when she was hospitalized. Yeah, she and she's gonna be in the hospital for another two two days. I just found out. Oh, it is two days. Yeah. Oh man. She she has COPD and it's going crazy 
and so her oxygen levels are pretty low, but I think she'll be okay after a couple of days. Yeah, they probably just want to keep her a little bit longer for observation and that sort of thing, I imagine. Yeah. Mm. Life is killing her. Mm. Or is it? Something is. Oh, man. Anyway... Uh, that's all. That's all I got for this weekend. Uh, you want to hit the you want to hit the news stories, babe? Sure. Okay. So. Very rough. There is a dog. Um, At your feet. His name is Shiner. The no. The dog's name is Sissy. He's asleep too. Okay. The dog's name is Sissy, and uh, she's a Schnauzer. Okay. I thought it was a terrier, but she's a Schnauzer. Oh. Um, miniature or giant? Does uh, it say? No, it's not a giant. It's a miniature. Okay. So. Anyway. Um, this dog's owner went to the hospital and had surgery. And so this dog dashed 20 blocks from its home, went to the place, the facility where her owner was staying. One, She has two owners. They're married. Um, one of them was at home and the other one was at the hospital. So the dog left home, ran 20 blocks to the hospital where... Her owner was staying, went inside the hospital, and went down several corridors and could not figure out which elevator to go up to get her owner. The dog was trying to get on the elevator. Wow. And finally, I guess the hospital staff uh, identified the dog through its tags and called the dog's owner. And found out that his wife was in the hospital, and so they allowed the dog to go see its owner for a few minutes because it missed him so bad. I was wondering how the dog would have been able to get all the way to the hospital through the sliding doors and up the stairs or the elevator. Yeah, that's what the dog did. Yeah, because I can't imagine that it would have gone all that way without any kind of obstacles. That is um, pretty awesome. No, they they say it's not clear whether the sissy's visit was a sissy. Coincidence or another example of an incredible bond between humans and canines, but I'm going with the latter. I think it's a bond. Yeah. I think that she was looking for her mama. That's one smart bitch. Okay, and the next story. <laughs> <laughs> the next story is about a toxic cloud that billowed over Catalonia. Um, basically, what happened was this, and it was orange, bright orange um there was a warehouse that was full of chemicals and the chemicals exploded and set a truck on fire and caused a big cloud of citric acid to start floating over several cities and homes in spain northeastern spain And, and all it is is citric acid and if, I think there's another type of chemical in it. But citric acid in, in, excel, in itself is very toxic and can burn your skin. And so this big, huge orange cloud has been floating over uh, northeastern Spain for pretty much for the last couple of days. And the towns were on temporary lockdown. People were told not to go outside. Oh, I'm sorry. It's nitric acid, not citric. Nitric acid. And ferric chloride. Not to be confused with methane, so no fart jokes would actually My apply bad. to this. <laughs> My bad. It was nitric acid and ferric chloride. Ferric chloride. Mm-hmm. I kept saying citric. My, I'm sorry. Anything that has chlor or anything like that, it's got to be something deadly, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I well, think about it just, the Casey Anthony story. That was chloroform that she used on her kid. 
So anyway, it's very toxic and they let that go. And then there, I want to talk about this because this is very important. Remember uh, last time we were talking about Big Brother's watching over you on Google and listening to what you're saying? Yes. There is now a Samsung television that has a privacy policy that tells the users to be aware that private conversations can be captured by their smart television sets. They have warned people against discussing sensitive and private information in the vicinity of its new smart televisions because it can be translated into text and stored into a central computer. They are a South Korean-based company. Yeah, but the whole point is is that why are we making products that can listen to what we're saying? I understand that they want to put out commercials and such, but this is getting out of out of hand. Yeah. Out of hand. I will not buy a TV that's going to be able to listen to my conversations. Or if 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 you do, at least have it to where you can disable the feature. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's like a huge invasion what of privacy you, right but there. But even still, what if you accidentally turn that feature on? Because I know I drop my phone sometimes and hit buttons that are wrong. What if the remote has, you know, buttons on it where you can push the buttons and it turns that feature on your television and you don't even know it's on? Yeah, and what if I want to invite a meth dealer inside my house without you knowing and buy some shit from him? Damn TV's going to rat me out. Wow. What are they going to call me on the phone? Miss Heath, did you know that your boyfriend invited a meth dealer over? <laughs> no, I didn't, but thank you for letting me know Samsung Television. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a nice day. Right. So anyway, watch out when you buy the new televisions. Make sure that it's not one that can hear what you're saying and interpret what you say. Otherwise, Big Brother's trying to listen more. And then, Big Brother... Foot. That's right. Bigfoot's been spotted at Yellowstone Park. Watch. Says tens of thousands of people watched a video from the national park. Is this that same one that you oh, talked it about? Oh, it is. It's the same one. That's not Bigfoot. That's those people playing that joke. I remember that story. Mm. We went over that already. I know, but is it popping up again? Yeah, but it's popping up like it's a real story at Yellowstone. Mm. That's weird. Okay, my bad. Boop, 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 boop. Well, there is a rooftop in, um, well, where is this? Neat. There's a rooftop that didn't collect any snow on top of it. And it looked like it was an apartment building. And it was just one round circle on top of one particular part of the apartment building that didn't collect any snow on it. So officers were called in and found a marijuana factory. And so, therefore, these people went to jail. And the reason why they found a marijuana factory is because where they were growing the marijuana, the snow didn't collect on the roof. It requires temperatures far above those common in neighboring residential buildings. So, that's what they look for when they're trying to find people who are growing marijuana inside their homes. Really? Yeah. Well, Dan, I guess if you live in an... Up north, and it snows frequently, don't run that shit out of your house. Or if you do, just keep your temperatures regulated. Yeah, right. Lower than usual. But I, there's one thing i got to consider in that, though, because we usually keep our thermostat between 74 and 76, depending on how cold it is outside. I can't imagine 
what temperature, or does it say what temperature that you actually have to keep it at in order to for the plants to grow and thrive? No, and and you know I don't know that off the top of my head either. Because I know that warm air rises and cold air stays to the ground. That is hmm. interesting, though. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, did you know that there are actual? Um, I bet all these potheads are going to start buying drones now. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. There are people that are putting out um, threats to, I don't even know how to say this thing's name, Punxsutawney Phil, Punxsutawney Phil, who is the um, groundhog who tells you if you got six more. Oh, yeah, Punxsutawney uh, Phil from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's he's getting threats to his life because of his... Why? <laughs> because of his prediction. Well, let me ask you something. Is he act? Does he actually have an owner, or is he protected by the state of Pennsylvania? Does it say? Um, I think he's protected by the state of Pennsylvania, but he saw a shadow, and so he predicted six more weeks of winter. So he's getting threats to his life because of that. Oh God! It must be the people in the Northeast from all that snow that they've been getting. I know. We're I supposed to get like... snow tomorrow. Can you believe that? It's almost March. Well, actually, no. It's halfway through the month. Since we're in Texas, it's you know. Kind of crazy. Well, I remember four years ago this time, we got this, we got ice pretty bad, and it was the weekend of the Super Bowl, too, when it was hosted here, uh-huh. hosted at the Death Star. So I was like, wow, why would anybody, it's a, it's an animal. It's not like he's a person, and he's not saying, because I'm predicting this, it is going to happen, and it's all my fault, so please threaten my life Bulkaka. <laughs> i was like why would you threaten a poor little groundhog's life over this people just don't have anything else better to do with their time they're looking for a scapegoat right sad okay so last week we talked about furries yes did you find any stories uh no i did not find any stories about furries but dim but, but as i did find something that was very crazy and almost along the same lines did you know detail yeah one of my friends on facebook mentioned it so i went and looked it up and i was like this is out of the world so there are men that go out and put on rubber suits and women's clothes and a rubber mask and they run around looking like dolls and they're called maskers that's what maskers are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they look like living dolls, but they're men. And they run around town. So they used to cl- be in the closet. A lot of them are still in the closet. They're not gay. They're not trying to be gay. Or bi. Or- they just like to dress up like dolls. So there are Ken dolls, too. I think, so of, you know. I think of Buffalo Bill from Sounds of the Lambs. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> Matt. Anyway. Digitium? Hashtag. (sighs) Sorry, go on. Anyway, so there are these guys that run around and they dress up like dolls. Uh, There's a a TV show that comes on, I don't know what station, but it's called My Strange Addiction. Yeah, I've seen that before. And this actually was featured, oh, it's on TLC, and this was featured on My Strange Addiction. So I just thought I would add that to it. I didn't find any of the furry stories. And actually, I just... Mm, 
Not really interested in that. It's kind of weird. Okay. The last time that I ever watched, or the last time that I watched that My Strange Addiction show, it actually had people that had fetishes about balloon popping. And there was, I can't remember what city that they interviewed these people in, but there was actually a balloon popping convention, fetish convention. (laughs) And just like one little suite, like maybe the size of our living room, and there's maybe 20 people in there. And all all it was is just people popping all these random balloons that were scattered throughout the room. I think to myself, that is the most fucking retarded thing ever. But to each his own, I guess. Um, one time when I was, have, I, well, it was one of my birthdays, um, my mom asked me what I wanted. I said, I just want balloons. So when I got home from work that day, my entire room was filled with balloons. Oh. My friend Michelle, the one I told you about, and some guy that I was seeing at the time, and my mom all blew up these balloons and put them in my bedroom. Oh, okay. I don't really call that a fetish, but I had fun popping the balloons. Yeah. It, were they mylar ones with the that with the helium inside of them? No, 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 no. They weren't. Damn, that would have been that's what I would have wanted. Yeah, that's kind of cool, but those are expensive. Have you heard Morgan Freeman on 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 helium? No. <laughs> Look it up after okay. the show. It's hilarious. That's awesome. I really shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I have True facts. I've got a list of true facts. Well, that's like a double standard, but okay. Okay. One out of ten children in Europe are conceived on an Ikea bed. I've heard that before, yes. Mm -hmm. Antarctica is the only continent without reptiles or snakes. Or without a state, or without a capital or any cities. Yeah. An eagle can kill a young deer and fly away with it. In the Caribbean, there are oysters that can climb trees. Wait, an eagle? Yes. Well, like the like the bald eagle. Yeah. It wow. Can, it can kill a deer and fly away with it. <coughs> Wonder what size though. Uh, I said a young deer, so oh, okay, I'm sure it's okay. not a huge deer. I was gonna say if the, if if anyone's ever caught photo photos or video of, of carrying away a full like 17 point buck, I would like to see that shit. Right. All in right, the, go on. In the Caribbean, there are oysters that can climb trees. Intelligent people have more zinc and copper in their hair. I'll have to check mine. How are you going to check to see if you have zinc or copper in your hair? I don't know. Maybe do a litmus test on it? it. Okay. <laughs> the world's youngest parents were eight and nine and lived in China. China, yes, I in heard In 1910. When George Lucas was mixing the American graffiti soundtrack, he numbered the reels of films starting with an R and numbered the dialogue starting with a D. Sound designer Walter Murch asked George for reel to dialogue to by saying, what do you think he said? R2-D2. Uh-huh. Ah. George liked the way that sounded so so much, he integrated that into another project he was working on. Called the Star Wars. Uh-huh. Well, that was the original working title. It was some no, it had to. It, it wasn't originally called Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It what the theatrical release was just Star Wars, and he went back and added the New Hope. But the original working title, when it was still a screenplay, was like the Will Huff Chronicles Part One: The Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Luke Skywalker. His original name was supposed to be Star Killer, which they used as Galen Merrick, the character from The Force Unleashed. Mm. Get up, I go. Okay, the youngest pope was 11 years old. The youngest poop? Pope. pope. 
Mark Twain didn't graduate from elementary school. What year school. was that? I don't know. It doesn't say. Mark Twain didn't graduate from elementary school. You no. know, I, I found that I found that the a lot of successful people that have gone down in history either didn't make it out of high school or just that's all they did. They stopped at high school or maybe they went to college or they dropped out. Yeah, I think it's just a Not lot that I'm of it condoning has to do that kind with, of well, a lot of it has to do with probably that they just didn't fit into the mold. That could be too. Mm-hmm. Jim Morrison felt uh, dropped out of film school. I mean, they just didn't fit into that mold. Yeah, yeah. That's how he felt. That's why he did it. Proportion. Pr- I can't even talk. Proportional. Proportional to their weight, men are stronger than horses. Really. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You don't want to be kicked by a horse, though. Fucking kill you. Did you know that pilgrims ate popcorn at the first Thanksgiving dinner? Yes, because the Native Americans taught, taught them how. Mm-hmm. They have square watermelons in Japan. They, they pull out a Jiffy better. Pop. Hey, check this out. <laughs> um, in Japan, they actually make the watermelon square so they stack better. How are they able to do that? You can actually, when a watermelon starts growing, you can um, put it into a box or or yeah like a mold okay i yeah. can see that and they grow and it forces to grow that way right it forces it to grow that way oh i'm just glad that women don't have square wombs i would hate to see the offspring that is so weird why do you say things like that <laughs> that is so weird iceland consumes more coca-cola per, so ca- f- per capita than any other nation iceland does yes oh okay <laughs> crazy heinz ketchup leaving the box up Sorry. <laughs> Leaving the bottle travels at 25 miles per year. Okay. Uh, from a full bottle? Or? Yes, from okay. a full bottle. Because I was going to say, whenever it gets to the bottom, you got to hold it upside down for a while or shake it. Mm-hmm. That shit gets really annoying. It is possible to lead a cow upstairs, but not downstairs. Did you also know that cows only kick to the side, not in front or back? No, I didn't know that. Yes, that is true. Armadillos can be housebroken. I've never known anyone that's tried to keep one as a pet. I would like to try. I've. It's not uncommon for people here in Texas to keep potbelly pigs as pets. And you can train them to use a litter box. They just eat a lot. Obviously. Well, Mama had armadillos out beside her house. I didn't get to see them, but she had babies and all kinds of stuff living around her house. What are they? Cons- what? What family are they considered? Are they reptile? I can't remember. I don't know. They have a shell. Yeah, maybe they're, yeah, maybe they are a reptile. I don't know. Hmm. Armadillo. The the first Fords had engines made by Dodge. That's right. <laughs> the Dodge brothers, because they used to work for Ford. I know that from a Super Bowl commercial. Right. You see where I get my education from. TV. <laughs> a mole can dig a and tunnel. And Wikipedia. <laughs> and Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia. A mole can dig a tunnel 300 feet long in just one night. Peanuts are one of the ingredients in dynamite. Dynamite. In TNT? That's what it said. Yeah. Well, I never knew that. Mm -hmm. I looked up the actual definition of TNT a couple weeks ago. It's triglycer something eyed or or tritone. That's hell. I can't remember. Oh, well, go on. Wow. Ancient Egyptians slept on pillows made of stone. Tell me how a pillow can be made of stone. It's just a rock. <laughs> Unless they actually put something over it, like a, like a fur or something like that. I guess. 
A hippopotamus. A did you know a hippopotamus can open its mouth wide enough to fit a four foot tall child inside? I believe it. And you know what? Uh, there, I saw something on either the Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, one of those a couple years ago, because someone ra- the the show actually raised the question: Who would actually win a fight, a hippopotamus or a shark? Well, since the two of them live in two totally separate habitats. You know, and of course, animal rights activists would have never allowed them to even test out that theory. So they actually recreated a robotic hippopotamus and a robotic shark. And a hippopotamus, they can, the pounds per, uh, the pounds of pressure that they have in their jaw is, I think, 20 times stronger than what a shark's is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a hippopotamus would win in a fight with a shark. I can totally believe that. That would be the pr- that was the one I was going for. I was pretty sure that that was what was going to happen. Yeah, but you also have to consider environment. So hippos, yeah, they can go underwater and such, but do they fight underwater? I have no idea. See, and that's that's what you've got to consider. Do they fight underwater? If they fight underwater, do they have better leverage, or do sharks have better leverage? Well, they're not considered. Uh, they're not considered a sea creature or, or a fish or anything so on they don't have gills i know but uh, they can stay underwater for a long time yeah so i don't know i guess that'd be another factor to consider and also never get in a drinking game with a camel you will lose every time uh, okay let's see a hummingbird weighs less than a penny that doesn't surprise me and let's see i'm gonna try and find one last one that sounds you know is the best out of all uh, okay. During your lifetime, you'll eat about 60,000 pounds of food. And that's the weight of about six elephants. Wow. Makes me how much, makes me wonder how much those sumo wrestlers in Japan eat. You know what? This one's much better. The world's oldest piece of chewing gum is 9,000 years old. Well, why would anyone want to pres- per- preserve something like that? I don't know. That's weird. Museums, maybe? That's the only thing I can think of. wonder what flavor it is. Oh, here's something else. I didn't even know this. In space, astronauts cannot cry because there is no gravity, so the tears can't flow. Well, you could still feel the emotion of sadness. Maybe you can't actually, your tear ducts can't actually flow, but you can still physically cry, I imagine. No, uh, it it can't flow out. Oh. So that's... What is it, babe? Is everything okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so cool. Is that all Is that all we got for news stories? That's it. Okay, well, I think we'll wrap up this occurrence for this week. Thank you very much for listening for, to those that are out there. If you're, local, if you're interested in being a guest or would like for us to talk about a bit on the show, please drop us a line at fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Or if you're being interested in being a guest, you can either be local to the DFW area or we have capabilities via Skype and FaceTime, but we're still working on the kinks. We almost had a last-minute guest today, but next week, join us, Casey Owings, as a live guest. This is this dude is one of my friends I've had for I think I think two years now. I've known him. Yeah, but he um he is the only person that I know of besides myself who also has a a strong love for video game music, and he also records. Uh, covers of them but he does it on the drums i do it on the bass guitar he and i are 
planning a collaboration here in the very near future. And also, like I said, don't forget to check out my band, The Confounded. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash The Confounded. No spaces or dashes. And if you want to check out my videos, my YouTube videos, you can look me up at youtube.com forward slash The Robotuner. No spaces or dashes. I'd like to give a shout out to the other local podcasts. First off, Jerry Jones Town Massacre. A typical DFW podcast, Whiskey Boy Radio, Funky Town Podcast, We the Gamer, Digital Frustrations. We like to give plenty of pot shots out out at me, and I'm still challenging all of them to listen to my shit so they can give me some real dirt to sling back. I can't wait till that day happens, if it does. And the Ned Files out of Buena Park, California. Until then, red pants. We will see you next time. Send all praises, critiques, and death threats to Fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Copyright 2015, Fujiwa Entertainment. All rights reserved.